Hey guys, this is just a quick disclaimer that as this is a Halloween episode of the podcast, there may be content that is not suitable for you and may be potentially triggering. If you have any trigger warnings related to anything horror related, then we thank you for stopping by, but we recommend that you switch off this episode and maybe listen to another episode of our show instead. Cheers! How's it going guys? Welcome back to season 2, episode 15, and... um. We've got a bit of a crowded room today. I'm here, mm. Toby's here, and Terry and Matt are both with us. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Um, yeah, there's a reason why a lot of us are in here today. And there's a reason why you didn't just hear our regular jingle at the start. It's because it's only the bloody Halloween special, guys. Oi. <laughs> Party time. Nothing breaks Halloween special. I don't know if it was actually in last week's recording of the last podcast, but we, me and Terry were talking about Squid Game, but I actually wow. binge-watched all of it now. <laughs> As have I. Did you enjoy it? Um, you know what? I was, I was a bit uh, sceptical of it to begin with because it seemed like it was kind of like recycling a lot of ideas that I'd seen before. But as it progressed, it really did become its own, and some of the mm. some of the performances in in it were really really good. Mm. Um, there's like literally towards the end, it really, like bits of it actually really got me, and I got a bit emotional, Ooh. you know, like really feeling oh. for some characters, which is a rarity in a lot of shows these mm. days for me. Mm. Um, so really, uh, other than that, I've just been getting on with some music and stuff, but that's been the main highlight hey. for me now since since the last recording. Not the music. Squid Game was the highlight. Yes. No. Yeah. No. It was. It was. It was good. And my, and the hole in my ceiling is still there. So that's fun. Oh, is it still there? Jesus. Oh yeah. My no. God. No progress on that. No wow. progress on that. Did you hear about we'll... this, Matt? Actually, the hole in your ceiling. No. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, the ceiling came through. Bro. Um. In my in my front room, under like the ceiling that's underneath my shower. Um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it before, just like when we've been gaming and that, but we've constantly had this like leak that they've just not been able to sort out. And then, yeah, it eventually just caved through no the other day. No way, dude. Yeah, so that's been fun. I've literally never experienced anything like that happen in a house. So, Yo. Yeah, that's been fun. That's, uh, that, that's mad. <laughs> but yeah, that's been me. That's been me. Just for anyone listening, Matt's mouth is wide. Are they, uh, are they, <laughs> yeah, are they, are they fixing it? Like, what, what? I don't. Uh, so the, they, the last word on it was that they needed to wait a week for it to dry. It's been over a week now. It's oh, been geez. over a week, yeah. We've not heard anything. And Ooh. I don't know. I see a lot of stuff, especially on the news in recent times, where it's about like landlords just not getting their act together. And well, it's not really a case of getting their act together, but there's just like a big money shortage, isn't there? And yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the country and stuff, especially when housing comes into it. So. Damn, Topes. I don't know. Hopefully it'll get sorted, but I'm not betting on it, you know? <laughs> yeah, Fingers yeah. Crossed. There's, there's no rush by the sounds of it. Mm, yeah. Is there any black mould? No, luckily. Luckily we don't have uh, any of that. Um, yeah. I mean, luckily in the health sense, yeah. but unlucky mm. in the sense that it probably would get sorted if that it was would, the case. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 Oh, well. Get out there and do it yourself, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get yourself on YouTube. Find some videos. <laughs> yeah. Crack how on. to Just... <laughs> how to fix a huge hole. Just put some sticky tape on the top of it and sorted. Just put some sticky tape. Yeah. Done. <laughs> some tape and that, yeah. 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 But that was me. 
What about you guys, Matt, Terry? Uh, I too watched all the Squid Game this week. Uh, same <laughs> as Tobes. It hit me in the fields, which was extremely yeah. unexpected. Um, mm. Very well executed. Even even with the kind of campy, over-the-top Korean-style acting, it's still very well executed. I really, yeah, really enjoyed it. Once you get used to that style as well, because I think that is just how it is, you know, that's just how, yeah, yeah. That's just exactly. how they do it over there. And I think yeah. once you kind of get used to that, you really start to see through to the how incredible some of the actors oh. are. Because mm. there's like some really standout performances in that as well. Just like, mm. yeah, good stuff. But the visual styling and the soundtrack and everything was like totally on point. It was really, yeah. Oh, God, Really yeah. clever. Yeah, really clever. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, I've had a couple of days off work, which was well nice. needed. Because work needed. sucked for a while. Yeah. Uh, done a bit of music as well, which Karen hated. So there's that. Hey, <laughs> I didn't hate it, right? Oh, I was this just, is a first, isn't it? Oh, wow. No, no, no. It, it, I'll be honest, right? I didn't hate it. There was just some bits that I was just like, mm, nah. Obviously, okay. I won't, for the sake of the audience and Terry's feelings, I won't say what I actually said. Um, but yeah, no, no. Uh, wow, I'd like it to. went that deep. We had a good discussion. Did it? We had a good discussion about it, though, I think. I feel like we did. But yeah, I think. Before we started recording, I was fixing it to make you happy. Uh, ah, okay. My what, what, bad. what style? What style of uh, track are we talking? The the usual thing the I us- do. The usually heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah nasty, yeah. stompy shit. Nice. Yeah. So, okay. uh, but he was right. Karen was right, even in his hurtful ah. ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, right, when it comes to like, especially people that I've got a lot of respect for and I'm quite close to, I would hate to sugarcoat things. So. Do you mind if I say Terry? Yeah, go on. There was there was one particular sound in there that I just thought was sort of um, because he was going for that old school vibe. There was one particular sound and the way it was used that was just really cliche in my opinion. Right. And in my way, it kind of felt like a pastiche of the old school. So I pretty much just said, "Yeah, you that's love, a bit you cliche." You love picking up on that stuff. I've noticed, Karen. Yeah, because it's like the way I think about it is, is if you can hum the tune before you've heard the tune, then it's a bit odd, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. And because you can of, almost like, like predict what's happening and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. But it was kind of lazy, and like my take on that style now, the kind of the heavy style, is that to to reach kind of the upper echelons, next tier, whatever you whatever you want to describe it, leveling up that kind of style. Yeah. I, I think you know, your intros and the musicality that goes along with the heaviness does need to be next level. And I was lazy. Mm. Basically, I took a sample of a pad chord and played three notes, and it was totally as bait as anything. So, um, yeah, no, absolutely right. And there is some, there's some weird things in there now instead, which I'm messing about with that are a little bit different nice. and a little bit ear-catching. I kind of keep thinking back to like some of the stuff I've heard on Metalheads recently. Grey Code particularly is, is one. And I like Grey Code a lot. Yeah, man. And it is just, I don't know, it's, it's quite ear-catching. The musicality that goes with it is ear-catching, but then they've still got that heavy, you know, the heaviness that's running through it as well. So yeah, no, Karen was absolutely right. He just, just hurt my feelings briefly. <laughs> Double thumbs up for yeah. hurting your feelings. Oh man, <laughs> tears in my cornflakes. Ooh, <laughs> nice, nice. It what about it. you, Matt? What are you? What are you been saying? Hey, not much, man. I've been like for the past couple of days. Like Terry had a couple of days off work. Um, been hearing a lot about Squid Games, man. 
can't seem to get mm. away from it but I've never I've never mm. taken the time to watch it I'm not really a, a huge TV person to be honest so I just Same. I tend mm. to steer clear of stuff like that but, uh, but yeah I've been good man I've been good I've just been chilling and I had a bit of a lazy week it's needed though at times yeah. right oh yeah 100% man yeah definitely Ooh, I'll tell you what else I've done that's of interest and this might be of interest for, for Matt as much as anybody uh, I've been curating my music collection ready for a certain DJ set that I may be doing oi, soon oi, let's go mm. oh yeah and, I've heard uh, about that DJ set I'm digging look like that digging you're dig- dig- digging, digging huh? oh yeah, yeah. I've huh? basically found I found my old CD wallet from when I used to DJ in the mid 2000s and there's a whole load of shit in there stuff that never came out no way wow. from other people as well as myself yo uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's gonna get thrown down soon nice that is wicked for anyone wondering late November keep an eye out that's all mm-hmm. I'm saying oh yeah that'll mm-hmm. be fun actually that's going to be keeping my eye out. Fun will be had. <laughs> Very mm. much fun. Well, uh, as we said at the start, this episode is the Halloween episode. It's the Halloween special. Woo! Hence why it's come out and you're listening it now, hopefully, on Halloween. That's the plan, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Halloween, man. Do what, what do we all think about Halloween? Have we ever been in a Halloween? Do we hate Halloween? <laughs> what, do we, what do we think about Halloween? I'm impartial to it. I don't mind it. I don't like. I don't love it. Yeah. I don't fully embrace it, but I don't hate it. I just it just kind of comes and goes. It floats by, right? Yeah. yeah. Just I like think it's, it's like most things, right? It's it's like most things as you get older. I think things just lose the novelty. Yeah. And well, I don't know. Just... For me, it's like it's like the marker to Christmas. So you've got like Halloween and then fireworks night. And yeah. Then it's like it's like all right, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's pretty much Christmas at this point, right? <laughs> It's mm. a uh, episodic marker yeah. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> life. <laughs> oh God, it's Twitch all over again. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's different uh, for me because I've got my daughter, so she's yes. not more into it. Well, this is this is why I was quite keen for you to come on this episode because I thought Ooh. you might have a bit of a different perspective having the young ones and that and all that. Yeah, we were shopping for decorations Aww. this morning, so we have the whole and we're going pumpkin picking tomorrow and. Yeah, it's pumpkin picking is really fun though. Yeah, it's kind of good fun. Like, mm. and we might even take her out trick or treating this year for the first year. There's quite oh, a few yeah. kids around here, and there's quite a few grandparents and stuff. So you do get where we used to live. They literally used to like drive them in by the minibus full, and there'd just be kids everywhere. Mm. And teenagers, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Like, teenagers is weird. Sixteen-year-olds. I stopped That's going trick or treating when I was younger, like probably about thirteen, I think. Yeah. As soon as you kind of get to the teens, you're like, yeah. "This isn't cool yeah. anymore," you know. I think around eleven um, for me or something like that. Years ago, when I lived in Southampton, we lived in. It wasn't a rough area, but it was in a city, Southampton. Whereabouts? Because uh, I'm in Southampton right now. <laughs> oh, yes, I, am I lived in Peterborough Road. For a while, which is down by, um, do you know where the Shooting Star pub is? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, that's at the end of the road, uh, of Peter Road. We lived in Wynn Road for a little while. Nice. Which is, um, yeah, if up by the common, basically. I'm, uh, I'm, um, I'm right by Northern Bridge, so I'm in Northern, the, uh, the ghettos, let's go. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> 
That's cool, cool. We lived in Win- uh, Winchester for a while as well. I swear we had three places in Southampton. Yeah, Malvern Road, which was... I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, anyway, the point of this story was we had some kids knock at the door and uh, I've come out with a sweets and the little shits were like, nah, have you got any money? Oh, <laughs> mate. Oh, no, no, no. Have this... you got any money? This is why oh, I don't God. open the door to trick-or-treaters now. No, they were teenagers. Well, this is it. I was... I'm surprised that, that, that it still goes on because I don't have any memory of experiencing trick-or-treaters since I was going trick-or-treating when I was a little kid. So I, mm. as far as I was concerned, it's like something that's kind of just died out and doesn't really get done anymore. But clearly in the right neighborhoods and whatnot, it is still, still rocking, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think the I thing was, is, if you see if you see a, like a pumpkin in the window, I think that's fair game to go knock on the door. But if not, if they've right. got no decorations or <laughs> yeah. any indication, then yeah, you don't go knock on the door. But yeah, like, you're just up, like leave them be. Yeah, it's, but you're asking for it here. Go on. Yeah, it's something that never really uh, that I never really understood because when I was growing up, but you know, I was always told you know you don't speak to strangers, you don't accept sweets from strangers and stuff. But then there's yeah. a day yeah. where you knock on strangers' door to ask for sweets. It is weird. It's like the exception rule in it. It's like, yeah, mm, that's mm. something I never got. But like if they're dressed like someone dying, then it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dead, you know? That's fine. Yeah. But like, I'll go with her. She was not going to go on her own. And no I'll way. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that'd be a different thing together. I think that's probably yeah. where it gets weird, actually. That's probably the delineating line, isn't it? It's when they're going on their own and there's mm. a pack of them, then it becomes a bit... Of course, you also get those. Uh, you also get those teens that like to egg houses as well. That's happened to us in the past. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Like where I live, it's not great, but um, like especially on the run up to Halloween, you go to the shops and they're all like, "Nope, you need to prove you're over sixteen if you want to buy some eggs or buy some flour." Wow. wow. Yeah, that's, well, that's, the that's a good way to, it, yeah. to get on top of it, right? Yeah, so they're just like, yeah, if you're over 16, then you can buy some eggs and flour. If not, then, nah, sorry, you're not getting anything. But then once Halloween's <laughs> over, then... So f- fuck you if you're 15 and you want to b- make your mum a cake. Uh, imagine getting an idea <laughs> yeah. for eggs. Yeah. I just want yeah, a cake. Yeah, for eggs. That's how you know wow. it's bad in that area as well, if they're mm. literally having to go to that level to stop people from egg in houses. It's like, yeah. it's just destroying wow. communities with eggs. I don't even get why that's a thing as well. Like, who decided to egg houses in Halloween? Apart from little twats, but little shits. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, w- I want to yeah. take my nephew trick or treating, um, but again, he's only two. But a little bit young, I think. A little, little bit, bit young, young yeah, right? What do you think is the age really that you? Four or five, uh, I think. Is four, young, five. yeah, yeah. Because at least then they can at least. Speak, speak as well to an extent Ima- yeah. imagine going with a child and you're the one saying oh, trick or treat you know a 26 yeah. year old and a 45 year old just like yeah trick or treat yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you deal with that if the person turns around and says trick yeah that's a true thing with a two year old and you're like a grown ass man you're like eh, okay <laughs> it was <blur>. not me <laughs> well actually no that's a fair point right because when I used to go trick or treating you know the people who we went to, who, you know, were always quite nice and gave us sweets, right? But what actually is the trick? Because I've never had, I've never been tricked. 
yeah. so when I was younger, I got tricked once, and it was a guy mm. that it was the door opened by itself, and nobody was behind it. It was just a black hallway, and then somebody just came yeah. running down from the end of the hallway with like a ghost thing on, and just scared the crap out of us. So, and then they gave us sweets afterwards. So yeah, it's, wow. it's, I think they just do like little scary events or whatever. If if it's a trick, oh. or, or give you like nasty sweets, like funny flavored jelly See, beans and stuff. <laughs> I genuinely thought the trick was like you shut the door on them, and that's it. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Well, yeah, it just closes the door. Trick, it's trick, like, bye. Next house, off you go. Rude. <laughs> just impolite. Just like, is that is that the extent of your tricking? It's just being a little bit impolite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if I was if I was a supervillain, I'd just mildly inconvenience everyone as opposed to like destroying the world. <laughs> inconvenient man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doctor irritating. Stuff like swapping sugar with salt. Done. Yeah, when when I was little, and I, I went um, trick or treating and whatnot. I have this I have this memory of I think I used to think that the trick you had to give if they didn't give you a treat. So I remember specifically oh. one year I went around with a bucket of sudy water <laughs> and I was like, if you don't give me a treat, I'll just throw water on you. And obviously the adults there, it's like, don't worry, that's not going to happen. But I don't know why I thought that. That was very, uh, very passive aggressive of me, isn't it? But <laughs> Give me a treat. But it, le- it, leads on, it leads on to something I was going to ask you guys about. Um, do you guys have any like memories of when you were younger, like a little standout costume? You must have like a memory of one time where you were like, "Yeah, I look the tits tonight." <laughs> Maybe not. I, I don't know. I was rubbish with style costumes. I just used to wear like a long hoodie to make myself look cloaky and like badass. But I was neither cloaky or badass, so I don't know what to do there. <laughs> I never really dressed up. Did you mm. not? Did you never really partake no. in it when you were younger? I'm talking no, about a I young didn't. kid, you know. Yeah, I didn't. just walked I up didn't to people like, "Give me sweets." Oh, fair enough. I had a full-on radiation suit once, and it Ooh. had the visor and everything. I got a picture of me somewhere of me falling asleep on like a sofa chair with it on. That was quite funny. And I remember distinctly wrapping up in bandages on my sister, then proceeding to wrap me in toilet paper to be a mummy. That was yeah, uh, I've was, done that was <laughs> toilet paper before. Yeah, <laughs> just getting wrapped up in kitchen roll and toilet yeah. paper and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it lasts Classic. about five minutes, but it's uh, it's yeah. it's definitely an experience. Yeah, we w- we went to an adult Halloween party not so long ago. It sounds really seedy, but it's just <laughs> yeah. no, it's just the pub. And um, oh, right. <laughs> I did have a Ghostbusters, like one of these cheap, crappy things with an inflate- inflatable. But I I bottled it. I don't know why I was really self conscious, and I, I I don't know, like I just didn't the last minute. <laughs> I just didn't want to do it. Just stupid. Terry, that's so fucking weird. Because my story was I once won a um, Halloween costume competition when I was about 10 as a Ghostbuster. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, and my, um, my grandma made out of cardboard and like, like painted <gasps> no like, this little kind of thing on my back and like a little gun and stuff. But I, wasn't one of the, I wasn't one of the original Ghostbusters, right? So in the 90s, even 90s or very early noughties, there was like a Ghostbusters anime that got shown on like CBBC or some shit or one of those things or CITV or whatever. Um, but it was actually based off off that. It was like, so the colors were really neon, like neon green, mm. like slimer color green, yeah, like white yeah, yeah. and stuff rather than like the, you know, old school look. 
But I always remember being so chuffed with that costume. Looking back on it and like pictures of it, it looks naff as hell. But right. at the time, I was just like, hell yeah, I'm winning this. And lo and behold, like, I am so, the tits. <laughs> so photos exist? Yes, but not to my disposal right now. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. I can probably dig them up. I can probably dig them up one day for you. I was going to say, we should make that the episode cover for this episode. Mm. Oh, right. If I can, if I can find that. Or Matt's, yeah. uh, Matt's radiation suit is going to be the episode mm. cover. Just saying. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we can both, right, Matt, try and find that picture. I'll try and find my one. I'll race. Hopefully, I can find that. It's going to be hard to find it because it was a long time ago. Uh, hopefully, my mum has it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just call her up. Just say, by the way, have you got that photo? Just asking for a mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll find it quite funny. I actually told, I was on the phone to her this morning and I said, we we're recording for the podcast today. She asked what we we're going to be talking about. I was like, funnily enough, Halloween. <laughs> so she she knows she knows this is getting recorded. So she, it wouldn't be that surprising to her. If nice I message her about it. Shout out Toby's mom. <laughs> I don't think she listens, but if if you are listening, oh. mom, big up. <laughs> Hi, mom. I'm famous. <laughs> big up. Big <laughs> up, mom. But yeah, I thought right. I thought we would. I try to pick out the two main things. That, that that scream Halloween and like horror to me. Mm. So the first one, obviously, ghosts, right? Ooh. <laughs> so, um, do any of us believe in ghosts? What's everyone's opinions on ghosts? I'd love to know. <laughs> I don't know. So, I kind of don't believe in. I don't believe in ghosts. But when I read these stories, it creeps me the hell out. At mm. the same time. Yeah. Like, so you do it's almost like well, you can't not believe and then find it creepy. Well, that's yeah, the that's thing. That, that's the thing. So I'm kind of weird like that because I'm like part of me is like, yeah, I don't really believe in them. But then I swear all rationale just goes out the window when I start reading stories. <laughs> you start reading and I'm just them, like, yeah. I'm like, oh no, that's, that's you getting immersed in the story more than anything. Exactly, isn't it? And, then, and then, influenced by that. Yeah, like um, I mean, to just move on quickly to like a story, right? Um, so I was telling my sister just literally hours ago that we were recording for Halloween. And I was like, do you have any cool ghost stories that I could share with the audience? Hey, let's and go. She, she was telling me that her friend's sister had a moment where she was possessed by a ghost, apparently. Um, and apparently like, she was just heavily shaking through the night and all of that. And obviously it creeped her husband out. Um, and what happened was that the next day they sort of googled things and she was saying that she heard the the crying of a baby even though they don't have a child and um, Bruh, I, that just gave me shivers that actually just gave me shivers. yeah and apparently she was shaking a lot as well and there's apparently one more sign that it says that you know if you've been possessed these are the signs to look for and apparently they matched all three signs and i'm just there like I mean, the Google, the Google is a bit dangerous as well, though. Isn't it? Like, yeah, true. Any medical Go- problem you have, you can type in like one one uh, symptom, and it's just like the be like, yeah, scenario you, comes up. You know? you, yeah, like you've got five minutes left to live. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I was just like, yeah, the fact that she heard the uh, the the crying of a baby and also was just shivering out of nowhere, that just kind of creeps me out. Really, that's weird. That's that's one of that's, the other yeah. ones. Yeah. Sure, it wasn't just Ket. <laughs> true, true. Yep, Ket makes me hear crying babies as well. Um, the other thing I saw, it was, um, obviously, this could just be the power of editing, right? But um, I was just scrolling through my 
I think it was Instagram or Facebook, one of the two. And I came across this video and it was a video of someone's baby monitor. And uh, it could be edited. I don't know. But there was a baby just playing about, right? And in literally the next frame, the baby's on the floor. And like the mom goes over to the baby cot and it's just like, what? What the hell's going on? And just picks up the baby and puts it back in the cot. And I'm just there like, how did the baby get on the floor from the cot? It's confusing. Yeah, that could maybe be down to like, um, just like a camera fault though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Or like a, yeah, recording but fault. But even then, even then, the fact that we're recording Halloween and that came up, I was just like, nah, nah, this can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that is pretty spooky. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really believe in ghosts, no. Um, I believe in like... I believe that we 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 all have energy, right? And when when you mm. die, that energy then has to go somewhere. Theoretically, you know, the energy doesn't just turn into nothing or whatever. It kind of has to go back into places and whatnot. Again, I'm no scientist, so it might sound like a lot of waffle. Um, but in terms of how like ghosts are being perceived on like through media and stuff, obviously, I don't particularly believe in all that. I've never seen anything like that firsthand or anything. Mm. Um, the only story I've really got is something that my grandma's. Like adamant about uh when she was younger they used to live in a pub in um where was it in lee don't know if you know where lee is it's it's a northwest town uh kind of near manchester anyway um and they were just like sitting in the pub uh after hours and it was a pub that was meant to be super haunted and uh this one picture on the wall would always kind of just drop down like just drop off its hinge and they'd always have to put it back up. And then one day they were like there just drinking after a shift or whatever, really laughing on. And it just flew across the room off the wall, like at them and like hit them, like sat at the table. And she's like, she swears to this, you know, she's like, it happened. Like I saw it. And yeah, uh, that's just one thing that I guess can't really be explained. Uh, unless it was just one of their mates pranking them. And to this day, mm. they've never like owned up to it, but for a painting, that's a mad prank. Yeah, it's one thing for a painting just to keep dropping off a wall, but then for a painting to fly off a wall and go like three meters across a room directly at them as well is pretty weird. Mm. That does remind me this this wasn't the ghost story I was talking about earlier, but this is another. It had a, it had an explanation in the end, but it was kind of creepy while it was happening. So when we were living in in the house in Southampton, um, sometimes during the night we'd hear noises in the walls. Like, Mm. And this would go on for quite a long time and in the in the in the roof and in, in the ceiling. And it went on for quite a long time before we realized we had rats. Rats, yeah. In, oh, in, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the in the loft space. And they were I don't know if they were inside the walls, if there was a big enough cavity in the wall or whether they, it was like them they going been, up you know. drain pipes. I think they were, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, we're like so you can imagine laying there at night up inside like it was it used to freak us out quite badly until we realized what it was and then it got annoying yeah. and then we realized how disgusting it was and then one night it sounded like it was in the room oh wow oh my god and then it sounded oh, like god. it was under the bed oh no and uh, my wife at this point has freaked out yeah. jumped out of bed basically run to the door lights on i'm like oh what the fuck what the fuck's going on and then i could hear it and i was like oh no fuck and i found the little fucker in a roll of uh we had a roll of like christmas wrapping paper and it was in there and it basically shot across <gasps> the room it was only a little baby rat 
and I didn't know what to do. Oh what do you do? It's actually it's like, in the room. No. It's in the room. It's under the bed. It's one o'clock in the morning. What am I going to do? That's the worst, really, man. I only had one choice. Well, I killed, yeah, I cornered him with a big, big boot and battered it. Oh, I, I mean, it it's the, like, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the first time I had to dispatch a rat in that house either. I had to do it quite a few times. It was quite grim. The cats yeah. were like terrified of them. Because they, oh. they, they can be really, because like a cat goes after a mouse, no problem, but a rat is significantly bigger than a mouse. And it's also got a true, bit of eye about yeah. it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The times <laughs> they did bring them home, they did bring a couple of real big ones home, but these were little, oh, these were only baby rats. But yeah, the, right. the little baby, if they were alive and moving and shooting about inside the house, then they were like, they were just um, like, nah, fuck that. And then, and this is all coming back to me now, at one point we had like a plague of flies in the house as well. It's proper oh biblical. Oh my God. Ooh. Yeah, you got you had the apocalypse happening. Apocalypse house. And they were everywhere. And we were like, oh, and we had like those sticky tape things hanging everywhere and, and fly traps and, and they just could not get rid of them. And then the smell started. And we were like, what is oh. that smell? It stinks. And we had the floor up. We thought there was like a sewage thing. And then it stopped, just stopped. And we were like, hmm. Okay. Have anyone seen Amityville Horror, by the way? It was kind of like that. Mate, um, I hate that film. And you want to read the book, it's even freakier. Um, oh, God. And then the day we moved out, we moved a piece of furniture, and there it was, the little mummified, desiccated rat. Oh, my God. That had crawled behind a piece of furniture and died, and that must have been what it was, the smell, oh, and then yeah. the flies. And then the flies Jesus. came, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a nightmare in that house, actually, come to think of it. It was, it was pretty... Yeah, the rats in the walls, man. There is a book God. called The Rats Inside the Walls by um, Lovecraft. Yeah. It was exactly mm. that. Yeah, I was staying. I was staying at my friend's house um, not too long ago, actually, and she must have had the same thing where there was rats <laughs> in the loft and that. And I would always like like wake up to the sound of scurrying, and it would sound like it yeah. went right past my head because yeah. where like the loft was was like a like, slanty corner bit of the house. Oh wow! If you yeah, know what I mean, of the room, so it go like that, and you'd be like, "Oh my fucking god!" Mm. And I didn't realize why it was, and it freaked me out. And I couldn't really get back to sleep. And then asked about it in the morning, mm. she was like, "Oh, I think we do have a rat," and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> makes sense <laughs> ah, yes. but like literally in my like half waking up state just hearing that I was just like what's happening where am I have I been abducted please don't mm. probe me <laughs> like all these strange <laughs> thoughts are flashing through my mind you know in that, in that state of half asleep half awake but yeah uh, yeah fuck rats man terrifying things mm. I can deal mm. with mice you know I've seen a few mice in my house and even in my mm. room I've seen a mouse and just being yeah. like Fucking hell, are you a mouse seriously in my room? Would you fuck off? And then it usually just scampers <laughs> off and runs away. Are you a mouse seriously? <laughs> but you know, sometimes you just see something out of the corner of your eye, look at it, realize you're looking mm. at what you were sus sus suspecting. And in my head, I just think, really? <laughs> like, fuck off, man. Why? I can't be dealing with this right now. It's Why can't like you be late. a spider, bro? <laughs> can you just go? But yeah, yeah when there's a, when if it's a mouse, you can usually just leave it. Yeah, like a yeah, mouse, yeah. it's not gonna it's not gonna do any harm. It might might be carrying a few fucking potential bad diseases and whatnot. <laughs> so just clean up after it. But when it's a rat, that's like yo, we need we need to uh, yeah get this fucker sorted. I think the tape the tables have turned with the diseases. I think they got more to fear from us these days. Come here, you little shit. I'll true. Oh my god, true. Yeah. <laughs> In a little, do we know that? <laughs> They fashioned little like get, like little masks to wear and stuff when they <laughs> foraged the houses. <laughs> Tiny mouse yeah. masks. Yeah. 
Yeah. What What about you, Matt? Do you happen to have anything? No, or? I can't. I can't really say that I believe in ghosts or I've had any spooky yeah, experiences. Or, I mean, mm. I've heard people have told me plenty of stories, and I've even yeah. had relatives that have got stories. But I think it's it's sort of like aliens and the fact that I, if if it was real, I think there'd be a lot more documented about or a lot more tangible video evidence and stuff. A lot of what you see, sort of between the lines stuff that could have been edited. There's nothing sort of. Set in stone really is then with all the CCTV we've got, I'm sure we'd be picking up a lot more than we do if it was real. But so no, I, I don't believe. It's, it's kind of interesting to see some of the kind of found footage stuff that's come about mm. of like ghosts and stuff. It all came about exactly at the time where like, like the kind of like film industry was breaking through more independently. So it was like yeah. a lot easier for people to kind of make their own edits and stuff. So it's quite mm. interesting when you look at that, especially with like alien sightings as well. It's like you don't really see any old school alien sightings when there was first cameras. And it's just like, well, yeah. why is that then? And it's like, oh, okay. So there was only sightings when it became like accessible to people to be able to make these edits themselves, you know? Now anybody can spot an alien if they have the right video editing software. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was just about to say, what if upcoming movie directors use alien sightings as promo for their new movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could that whole thing be because the just the video equipment just wasn't good enough to pick up little dots in the sky? Uh, potentially. Though, yeah, I guess there is but, that. There is then, that argument as well. That is true. But then would that that wouldn't fully explain things that people find on the ground, like footprints or random material or something like that? True. Mm. Not much mm. evidence out there. Most of the video evidence is all things in the sky isn't it you're right there's no like i've there's uh, to the best of my knowledge there is no video of a lump of alien stuff on the ground well yeah Always. this is why the there's closest... places like area 51 though you know <laughs> mm. the closest thing we've got uh, in recent times to things and this is something that i know toby and i discussed on the patreon show like right at the start of the year was um when the monoliths started appearing in places. yeah yeah but even yeah. they they yeah. were yeah, man-made cool. though right yeah. And that yeah. was only last but year, right? During like lockdown. That was uh that was like February ish. Yeah. Oh, was it that this was year? Because we, we did a show about oh, it, didn't cool. we? Mm. Of course, yeah. Yeah, that is weird. Mm. But there uh, has there been any explanation to them? No, not that I recall. Did they identify who was putting them up? Because they went up in pretty much every country, right? Yeah, in at least one every continent. Yeah, yeah. So it had to be like super orchestrated you know yeah. so it is weird that is weird it's still within the realms of art project though isn't it I mean, yeah it is it is yeah it's, yeah it's of course. just a yeah, very yeah. big cool. extensive well yeah. networked art project if it is yeah. like fair play to them and why i guess they're keeping it so secretive exactly for this so people talk mm. about it and speculate mm. and all that mm. must yeah. be so hard to keep things like that secret now like in today's world where there are cameras everywhere and everyone's got like a camera in their pocket and everyone's constantly talking about everything. Like secrets are hard mm. to keep now, I think. Yeah. Uh, next section I thought would be good to talk about because it's very horror related, very Halloween related. Zombies. <laughs> everyone, mm. loves, everyone loves a zombie, right? So I thought it'd be quite fun, yeah, for us to imagine, right, that there's a zombie apocalypse happening. Okay. So I want to know from each of you, how long do you reckon, realistically, you would survive 
if tomorrow it was to outbreak what 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 three minutes dragon free free <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> My man's giving himself a lot of hope. No, we're, go, we're going for some pretty ridiculous no, no, questions. To be right fair, now. I'm the kind of idiot who will literally run up straight and be like, "Come and get me!" and realise I was done for doing so. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I, I reckon I'd last a while, just because I've I've watched a lot of I've watched all nearly all of The Walking Dead. I've read quite a few. There's a book called World War Z, which was made into a film, and the film had absolutely nothing to do with the book. book fantastic. The, the book, the book's amazing. It's more like a like almost like a how to survive yeah, a, a zombie. It's like a thesaurus uh, of zombie apocalypse, almost, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I reckon I'd be fairly well prepared. I just whether I would have the things that I would need yeah, to hand. That's it. It's like, all well I and good. Yeah. Machete. yeah, it's all well and good to being like I've read this played this watched this so now i know yeah, how to survive yeah. it there's another thing putting it in practice and be like shit i'm in this reality yeah, yeah. <laughs> also just to clarify are we talking about modern running zombies or are we talking about shuffling slow walking zombies oh well that's open to interpretation isn't it really um i mean if it's shuffling walking zombies i just buy a bunch of dreadmills and just put them around my house oh tactics in fact, no, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go for the 28 Days Later zombies here. Oh, we're all fucked then, because I'm Because I think that's realistically what, what could happen, potentially. Like, imagine a load of people on bath salts, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all, we're all in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to say that I would survive. I think, like, knowledge-wise and, like, stuff that I think I'd like to pick up on and stuff, I would be like, oh, I could survive quite long. I think what would really hold me back, though, is general fitness. <laughs> I think to survive a zombie apocalypse, you need to be in good shape and you need to be able to get out of situations quick and you need to be able to fight people off that necessarily aren't necessarily going to be on your side Ooh. and want to take your shit. And I don't think I, I don't think I'd have it in me to be able to uh, to survive that long realistically. But against zombies, especially if they were slow moving, mm. I reckon I could stand a chance. I've mm. picked up a few mm. <laughs> tips and tricks from many sources, games, films, TV, and the like. All that Minecraft. All that Minecraft, mate, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to make a uh, cobblestone generator, so if we ever need some cobblestone, <laughs> we'll be able to uh, you know, <laughs> get, the, get the defences up. But yeah, what about you, Matt? Go on, give us your estimation. I have no idea. I've never really researched it, mate. I'd, pr I'd probably last a while. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would do. Well, DJ. I, yeah, I'd probably just get in my car, mate, and just, just go. Well, it's when you should say, I don't go. know what I'd do, because the next point would be, what would be your plan of action, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> so what, right, okay so this right to, just to elaborate right so you've got your plan of action you need to think of where what kind of place are you going to hold what kind of place do you want to go where do you think you're going to survive who are you going to who are you going to team up with who are you, who are your priorities at this point um and just to final this off what would be your weapon of choice as well i know it's quite a lot to think about i can go first if you wish um with weapon of choice, baseball bat. Okay. Any modifications going on? Mm. No, no, I'll just no. be classic. I'll just bah. be classic. No modifications. They break easy, though. Yeah. Bah, it's pretty blunt. Yeah, you need, like, a katana or, like, a machete. Mm. I mean... I could, what, like, stick a knife on the bat? If, if we're working on the, on the whole kill the brain, kills the zombie thing, then I think you need, like, nails through that bat but then it weakens Ooh, it structurally 
we are thinking in the well, we're thinking in the traditional mm. sense of it's the classic, it, yeah the classic yeah. brain kill the brain it. kill the zombie thing yeah mm. uh, it's, it's got to be machete and again this was discussed yeah. at length wasn't it in World War Z and yeah you want something that you can swing quickly something that isn't too cumbersome something that doesn't require ammunition because you're going to run out yeah something that isn't going to break at the critical moment it's all about the machete something that sword. dismembers yeah. sword because if something yeah. grabs you, you can just lock the limb off, you know? Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. On your way. Mm. With a Make gun, sure you, you don't accidentally you lock you know? your own limb off. True, true. In which case, there's less to grab, so you're kind of winning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just take it. Just take it. <laughs> it's also hard to get guns for us. Like, realistically, how many of us are going to be able to get a hold of a firearm if something like this did break out in our country, you know? We we would mm. have, we'd, we'd have to solely rely on spud gun, yeah, make a <laughs> paintball guns. Woo. Well, Whereas we all own mach- we all own machetes, right? <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course we do. Yeah, we could probably we could you could probably raid a um a hunting shop or something though and get one. Yeah, if you're quick, true, true, true. <laughs> Home base, yeah. <laughs> just, just go to the local butchers and you're sorted as well. Yeah. So I think if you're going to hold up somewhere. A, grocery a home store. base or a grocery store. Yeah, exactly. You need a, you want a fairly big building with a lot of stuff in it already, with a minimum number of exits to to shore up. The problem with the grocery stores, and I don't know why I'm saying grocery stores because I'm not American, um, <laughs> is the amount of glass, the windows. Yeah, got a lot of windows. Mm. And also, but you, could, you yeah. could always board them up because most grocery stores at the back they probably have tons of cardboard boxes from all their deliveries and stuff. So you could always bung that up using the tape that you could also get in the grocery store. You think cardboard boxes are going to stop a horde of rampaging zombies? No, no, but it'll, it'll block out the glass so that they can't see inside. But at least it looks like... They can, they can smell your fear. Um, well, I'll just put on some Lynx Africa, right? You know, this is, where gone. Be, this is where, right, your lack of experience of horror films is going to be your downfall because mm. you don't even know the rules. Well, this is why I said I'm only going to survive three minutes and then I'm out. He did, he did state that at the start. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be useful to have Karen around. So if we ever get, do ever get trapped, we just kind of push him yeah. in front of human us shield. and run the other way. <laughs> human shield. Like, wow. Sorry, mother. <laughs> human shield. <laughs> I'm just Sorry, there, like, ah! <laughs> Eat me! Please don't hurt me! <laughs> no, I, I, think you're, I think you're bang on with where to hold out, though. I think... I think you want to go to somewhere like a B and Q, and try and mm. try and get there and try and hold that down. The problem with like a supermarket is you're gonna get hit up by a lot of random people as well. And if there's one thing I've learned, oh yeah, if there's one thing people I've learned food. about the zombie apocalypse, it's not the yeah. zombies that the biggest threat; it's the other fucking people. Exactly. It's us. Yeah. yeah. Shout out coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Shout out coronavirus. <laughs> so for that sole reason, I think my plan of action. My plan of action, as savage as it probably sounds, is I would just have to hold down and try and survive with whoever I was at that time. Because realistically, mm-hmm. if you're going to go on some crazy heroic mission to try and go save a member of family or something like that, it's probably just not going to mm-hmm. happen. They're probably going to end up dead anyway. It's you're probably going to end up dead along the way. So realistically, you just have yeah. to you have to just do... I think you just have to kind of like go with it. It kind of it kind of is a sort of every man for himself sort of thing totally. as well, mm-hmm. to an extent. If there's people around you, then sure, you could try your best to huddle up, but... Yeah. You have to be that lone wolf. 
<laughs> I'd probably yep. go for the lone wolf mm. tactic, honestly, um, and just try and fend as, as as long as I could. I think weapon for choice, no one's actually mentioned it, but I would go for something like, again, I, I'm now you guys have talked about the baseball bat breaking easy. I'm kind of almost against my idea, but this is what I had planned. It would be like a big broomstick with some sort of a blade from my kitchen tied to it, so it's like a spear, so you can stay far away, lean out of windows oh. and get into their heads. Do you know what I mean? Get them building up around a window and just be like, <laughs> not get too close. <laughs> I, I, I see that as a situationally specific weapon. Yeah, it's quite situational. Like, yeah. It depends on if you're high. Like if you need to run mm. from street to street to get to a certain point, you can't. Like a machete would be great because you can just yeah. fucking hack as you run through. Yeah. And uh, unless you've oh. got mad spinning skills in your broomstick and you're just there like, oh, here's and one. You just get the whole circle around you. <laughs> here's one for you, but. Actually, no. We could. You could do it like this. What about like a homemade flamethrower? Oh, that, that won't go wrong <laughs> in any way. <laughs> Lighter at Lynx Africa. <laughs> 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 but if you could, if you could get a hold of a proper flamethrower, now that would be that would be a good weapon. All that's going to happen is you're going to be eaten by flaming zombies. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 If you melt away enough of their kind of like bones and structure, then surely. Uh, yeah, but it, but what can they do in the time that that gets melted? Mm, mm, set fire true. to everything around oh, yeah, you. True, true, true. Again, it would be a situation thing. No, you'd, you'd have to do it out in the open, not at your mm. base, right? Yeah, just toasting them out of a window for twenty minutes <laughs> with your with your lighter and legs, and you'd, you'd run out of fuel, wouldn't you? It would like it would be it's like the most unrealistic kind of ammo but to if try you, and if, you, if you're in a supermarket you'd have a shelf of links africa so you'd be fine. <laughs> true true yeah, true, true. <laughs> true that uh yeah that's probably what i would do that's where i'd hold out i know these these questions are a bit crazy you know <laughs> it's kind of hard to think on the spot as well isn't it nobody would go for the like remote running for the hills kind of because the problem is no. like being being around a supermarket or a home base is there is probably a lot of people in the locality yeah. who may well have been bitten. Yeah. Whereas you go, you're less likely to run into a zombie in the middle of nowhere than you are in a built up area. I think realistically, you need to leave the city, don't you? But you have no one to sacrifice. We do because we're taking you with us. Oh yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, well, once once I'm gone after the three minutes, you guys are screwed. Well, see, this is this is the thing. We've got to keep you alive. So that we can sacrifice you at the right moment. At the right point. It'll be like a dramatic scene in a movie. And you're just like, no, exactly. Karen. You're like, Karen, now's your moment, mate. <laughs> oh, okay. I would have thought you guys would be sad, but all right. <laughs> oh, no, I would be quite sad. Yeah, I like it how we're thinking about this. Like in this scenario, we would somehow all band together. <laughs> we would just unite from different parts of the country to somehow band none together of, against a zombie None apocalypse. of us have even met each other. Like, what is it? <laughs> just to sacrifice here. Yeah. Like, so, Karen, yeah. it's been lovely meeting up for this, but I'm sorry, mate. There's another, yeah. there's another group over there that desperately need, uh, no, that we desperately need medicine off. We're selling you to them. Selling me, <laughs> mate. It's it's a dark oh, world. there's so there's many jokes I can do. So many jokes. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. So, um, I thought this one would be quite fun as well. Um, is every everyone's aw uh, like aware of Desert Island Discs? It's on. I believe it's on Radio One. Is it or mm -hmm. two? I think yeah. Or four. Yeah. Yeah. One of the one of them. I know. I know. Like in a zombie apocalypse, realistically, if you scavenge enough, you would be able to find the music you want. But let's HMV. say, let's say, right, we're going to do Desert Island Disc, Zombie Apocalypse Edition. So we're talking three bits of music that you've just guaranteed got a 
high quality copy of that realistically you just want to have to get you through the zombie apocalypse songs or albums either or mate uh albums singles whatever whatever you want to go for uh, i can give you my three uh, if you wish already yeah oh. well i've already had it planned haven't I? i've known what's coming so. <laughs> oh. oh yeah you planned your content planning <laughs> yeah so mine's a combination of stuff that i think would help me through certain scenarios in the zombie apocalypse and that luckily pairs up with being like some of my favorite music of like times none of it's drum and bass actually uh funnily enough good <laughs> good. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, good so first one was a toss-up and i still can't really decide but i think it's one more than the other it's limp biscuit <laughs> i'm going for the hot dog cho- no we're, and we're going for chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water um yeah. mainly because every tune on that album's a banger if you had that music blasting in your headphones fighting zombies, that shit would get you pumped up and motivate you to fucking take that shit on. The reason why mm-hmm. I had it tossed up with the other album, which is Significant Other, is because that tune's got break stuff on it. <laughs> and now that is probably the best zombie killing tune I can think of, you know? Mm-hmm. Get me some of the break! <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. So yeah, that would be my first choice, either one of those albums, but probably Chocolate Starfish, just because... I know all those tracks and one of my favorite albums. I used to be such a little new metal, you know, mocha kid. Fucking love that shit. Um, and then once I've, once I've kind of need a bit of downtime to relax and kind of be like, right, that was a bit much. I'm going for Bonobo Black Sands. Beautiful album. Oh, what an Beautiful album. tracks. Again, a lot of the Bonobo albums are amazing. Dial M for Monkey is a close competitor with that. A lot of the earlier stuff's really great, but Black Sands for me sticks out. Uh, like the production just leveled up. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Bonobo live. Um, his live performances of the not. tracks off that album are just sensational. Um, yeah, I think it would just be a great, a great album just to kind of relax to, you know, and just wind down, enjoy some of your rations, you know, <laughs> think about some <laughs> of the lost ones along the way. Um, and then my final one on the same similar vein to Limp Biscuit would be Bonkers 16. <laughs> <laughs> bonkers 16 a bit of happy hardcore a bit of like actually there is some drum and bass influence bits in there not solely drum and bass but a bit of happy hardcore you know just to i think my main reason for that would be when taking on um other people imagine just running like with a horde of people with weapons to take on another group with amp 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 and they're playing they would just freak out you'd just be like holy shit these guys are nuts like um yeah that's basically that they're, they're basically my three <laughs> i've got i've got yeah i've probably got my three okay so for the, I'll, I'll start in reverse order so my equivalent of your bonkers i reckon we're gonna go old school we're gonna go like wagner flight of the valkyries oh yeah that's a great you'd even be able um, to start like a weird cult of people you know and just play that yeah, music out yeah. to them and be like da, 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 bring bring all the rations to terry <laughs> um and then kind of sim- again similar reasons that I'd, it'd be two albums i'd probably take uh because they've got a mixture of stuff that some of the stuff would get hyped so nirvana probably never mind Everyone's got territorial pissings on it. If anyone's ever listened to that song, there's nothing more aggy than that. It's just mm, yeah. pure kind of good post-punk album. insanity. 
uh, uh, but then you've also got some tracks that are pretty chill in Bloom and, and some of those which are pretty you know, much more melodic. And I, I just I love that album. And then probably a Deftones album. Oh, uh, good shout, man. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe um, oh, the one with. Uh, oh, my God, what lotion. is Lotion. Is it Lotion? That was a track, wasn't it? The, the one with Shut Up and Drive and, and whatever on it. <laughs> shove it and shove it shove it, it. Yeah. oh i love yeah, that fucking yeah. album bro yeah. what album is that is that um was that white pony like, was it white around the fur around the fur it was around yeah, the fur yeah. though that's the one before white pony yeah 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 yeah, yeah white pony's a wicked album as well but there's just that that white pony for me is just a little bit too on the kind of teenage angst high school kind of skater vibe i wasn't quite there but i picked it up around that time and the it next was, down yeah. saturday night wrist is wicked as well really it was like, like the early 2000s is when the whole new metal kind of yeah. kind of shifted more towards like pop music as well i'm wrong sorry white pony wasn't was it because the fir- that wasn't the first down white pony was one with passenger on it with the guy from tool which is a wicked tune passenger's awesome i'm a big deftones fan Nah, okay, yeah, good choices, good choices. Come on, Yogi. Yeah, come on, Yogi, give us a year. Yo, oh, shoot. Uh, all right, so... It's, it's, it's so hard. I know my, my Nirvana slash Limp Bizkit equivalent would probably oh. be smashed by The Offspring, man. Oh, okay. okay. The whole, yeah. the whole yeah, album, yeah. the yeah. whole smash out, you know, the one with self-esteem on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is on there? Got to get away. Another absolute banger. That's, that's the kind of stuff that you need to get your vibe Good zombie in. theme as well, to be fair. Got true, to true. Come out and play. Uh, prob- definitely uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. Nice. And it's yeah, that yeah, absolute yeah. slapper of an album oh. that's full of some absolute beautiful tunes. Yeah. Um, Probably my favourite album from RHCP. Maybe apart from Mother's Milk, because I had a wicked, uh, a lot of wicked Jimi Hendrix-inspired stuff yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Christ the Third, man. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Well, I mean, we all turned out to be closet metalheads, which is interesting. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fast-paced, drum-orientated music. What can I say? I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it, people uh, do it, tend it would to have resonate. to be DMB, right? It doesn't have, it have to be. be DMB. It doesn't, it doesn't have to the be. number oh. three. No, it would have to be. It would have to be. It would probably be like uh, the eleventh hour by Intellects, ST Files, uh, mm. probably, mm. which was an absolutely wicked album. Oh, Christ! Maybe potentially like a Space Jam by Logistic, something like early mid two thousands. I'd probably oh. scout for. I, honestly, I can't pinpoint it right now. This is this is very. I didn't expect this. But, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a tricky question, isn't it? Ne- next time we do something like this, I'll give you all like prep. <laughs> <laughs> next Halloween. <laughs> um, do you know what you've just made? You've just made me want to change my um, my answer of where to hold up. Though, Same. do you know what I would do instead? I'd probably try and break into Abbey Road or somewhere. Yo. Yo. Oh, as in where you're going. Oh, right. See what I'm saying? That's a good shout, Hobes. That's a good because shout. Because then you can try and get it up and running and start making music again. <laughs> like, hey, look, no one else is making music in the zombie apocalypse. That's because everyone who makes music attracts zombies and dies. Yeah, yeah. True. Newsflash, all the, pr- all the zombies are actually just producers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of accurate. <laughs> kind of <laughs> true. We'll, we'll give them all a copy of Fruity Loops and off they go. No. <laughs> Now some good answers there, you know. Come on, Karen. 
to sound pretentious here, one of them would be my own album. Wow. And the reason I say that... <laughs> wow. No, 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 no. It is no, no, pretentious. The reason I say that is, right, <laughs> if I'm able to release an album, then I can do other things. So it's almost like a marker of what I can do. Don't think that's going to help. Yeah, again, again Karen, I you need don't, to watch look, some zombie look, films, look, mate, please. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're by not the time, understanding the scenario in its entirety. By, by the time I've listened to half of the first track, I'm dead anyway, so I don't yeah. care. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to... Oh, see, now, I could be really fucking cruel here. Really cruel. Is it going to be a zombie deterrent? Are you going to play it to them? And they're going to be like... Ooh, exactly. Oh, fuck <laughs> <me."> <laughs> or they'll all just be like, oh, sad boy pianos. Oh, Sorry. I can't. I'm too sad. Bunch of zombies just crying around me at the sad pianos of tranquility. I'm just so emotional. I might be dead, but I've still got feelings. <laughs> These awful mixed downs. <laughs> Or they're all rolling around laughing. That's snare. It's a finger snare. <laughs> I'm being seriously attacked, but I'm loving it. <laughs> you just walked into it. You really did. I did. I know. So, do you have any other ones other than your own album? Um, for a very meta purpose, the soundtrack of Limbo. Wow. Just because Ooh. it's creepy as hell and it's all ambient, right? Yeah. So it'll get me in the zone. True. Okay, interesting. I mean, it's only six tunes anyway, but still. Okay. Uh, and then the third one, more for comedic purposes and making me realise I don't have to worry, is Thriller by Michael Jackson, just because then I would imagine the dancing and be like, all right, cool, I'll be okay. Can I just say something? Like, all of you have mentioned things that are then coming up in the, in the podcast, which I think has been brilliant, <laughs> by the way. It's like, I don't know, there's been such a weird little connection going on here. Maybe that's how you're going to survive. If you can memorize all the dance moves, right, you could just start busting the dance moves in front of the zombie horde. They will stop and copy you because that's how it works. Exactly. And they'll think I'm one of them. Yeah. Bro, you might yeah. live. Which means that I don't need to be sacrificed. I just need to join them. Just start a zombie dance troupe. But yeah. And then I'll be like, all right, lads, look, these guys seem all right. Let's leave them alone. Let's go hunt those people there. And then done. That's how I save everyone, by sacrificing the right people. Hell yeah. <laughs> that, is how yeah. It, that is how it's done, though. Yeah. You know. I wouldn't say who I'm sacrificing, but uh, anyone who knows me well enough in the audience, no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Well, that's, that's zombies. That is zombies covered, really. I've got some like weird and spooky stories from music history uh, that we can look at, and then a, and then and then a slaps and craps horror song edition to end it with. Ooh, uh, I hope, I hope uh... treating us. Okay, so yeah, so some weird spooky stories from music history. I'm guessing most of you will have heard yeah. of some of these. Some of these are pretty. Um, some of these are pretty weird, and some of them are fairly like it's just like you can gather what's gone down. And some of them are just straight up, just like, just myths that aren't even real. <laughs> so we've got number one here. So you know Charles Manson, don't you? The, um, the infamous mm -hmm. serial killer who didn't actually kill anyone with his own hands with a Manson family and whatnot. Did you know that apparently he was going to be one of the monkeys? <laughs> You know, the, the popular band, The Monkees. So they were the first music band to to um, have people audition to become a member. 
So like the first like unorganically formed band essentially. And there were additions mm. going on and there was a theory that Charles Manson actually um went to the audition to, to become a monkey. Uh, because at the time he was writing a lot of music and a lot of music that sounded on in line with with the monkey's music. Um, yeah, wow. unfortunately though, he was in prison at the time. <laughs> so it's completely <laughs> false. It's just a myth. It's not real at all. But it's a shame and it would imagine a weird alternative reality where Charles Manson didn't end up forming the Manson family, didn't kill Sharon Tate or anyone, and just was one of the monkeys. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> bizarre stuff. Um, other ones, uh, everyone knows about kind of like the whole satanic link with the music industry and all those theories and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one comes from, uh, this, it's the story of Robert Johnson. Um, apparently he met the devil at a crossroads on the outskirt of some unknown town. Um, Texas. So basically, it, he apparently exchanged his soul to the devil to become a popular musician, right? And one of his most famous songs was Crossroads. And people believe that that song, Crossroads, was actually cursed because it was the song he made after he made this apparent uh, deal with the devil. Um, and essentially... He showed up dead at a crossroad <laughs> at the age of 27. Oh, the magical number. Yeah. And yeah. So do you know about that whole, that whole age of 27 thing? I know about a lot of artists that have died at that yeah. age. So we'll be speaking about but... that in a little bit, mate. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I'm yeah. turning 27 soon. But yeah, it's like, it, that's pretty spooky. There's something similar as well um, with Led Zeppelin, do you know, like, the whole there's the whole kind of infamous story about how Led Zeppelin made a deal with the devil to get their fame and whatnot. Mm. Apparently, the only member of the band, um, John Paul Jones, you know the bassist. Mm. Apparently, mm. he didn't want anything to do with this. He was just like, no, 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 don't want to be involved in this pact. Um, and to this day, he, apparently, he's never had any like bad hardships of any kind no health hardships no financial hardships the rest of them have been through absolute chaos um so that's kind of interesting you know <laughs> interesting theory again these are all just like just theories. yeah just silly little theories they're just kind of fun um interestingly enough you mentioned nirvana earlier terry mm -hmm. so of course you guys know about the theory about uh courtney love actually being behind kurt cobain's death have you ever heard that theory? No, I know there is a lot of shit talked about it, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, th there's the theory that she apparently um, got someone to kill Kurt Cobain, essentially, so, he could, so she could inherit the millions, because she has inherited quite a lot from him, I believe, no? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. If you read, like... I've read a couple of books about Kurt Cobain, and the guy was seriously disturbed, I mean... Yeah, well, this is it. There's, well, that's the thing with all of these. Like, it's all just like mo all of it, in fact, can come back to logical explanation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But funnily yeah, enough, how old, how, old, how old was he when he, when he committed suicide? Was he 27? Was he, he was 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was. Uh, and if we look at the number 27, um, it's actually become like, it's such a worldwide known thing. There's like this whole 27 club phenomenon that people are obsessed with. Um, and there's names 
such as Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Brian Jones, Kirk Cobain, who we mentioned before, uh, Amy Robert Johnson. Is what I believe. Yeah, they all died at 27, and yet, yeah, um, took the words right out of my mouth, mate. Uh, Amy Winehouse uh, obviously mm. died at the age of 27. But Bef- just mm. before she died, about three years earlier, she actually expressed in an interview her fear of dying at the age of 27 because of this whole weird 27 club phenomenon that's going on in the music industry. And lo and behold, yeah. she did die at the age of 27. Uh, but yeah. Wow. There are some spooky things going on. They all had problems with addiction, I think. Yeah. All the people Yeah, they did, they did, they did. It is true. And also, like, the amount of people that have had problems with addiction that have then ended up dying, but not at the age of 27, that aren't being factored into this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wonder as well with, like, music artists, you, you tend to start with a bang so your first album there's always like the 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 second third album syndrome isn't there where it's really hard to achieve that kind of Mm. and and, and, i mean nirvana had they had the two albums and they well if you bleach i guess you would count it as three but um yeah it's interesting whether people it's just a mental thing you know depression sets in they've They've peaked, maybe they feel like they've peaked. That could be yeah. a big part of it. And then they go on this kind of self-destructive thing. I think that's definitely what it is, the whole peaking thing and not being able to kind of focus and like hone in and see like an end goal. I mean, I think we mm. brought it up not too long ago about Lincoln Park, you know, Chester Bennington, who unfortunately oh. took his own life. That was definitely the, that, the case of that, where he mm. obviously really struggled to kind of see... I don't know, like, it's like his lifeline was ended there because of his such a blow up of like um, popularity yeah. and like fame yeah. at such a young age mm. and, and not, not having like an end goal to. It's definitely what it rules down to, I think. It's so um, sad because in most of the cases of those individuals, all they probably needed was a couple of years off. Yeah, a period of time off point, away yeah. from like that, do something entirely different. And they'd have come back to it and they'd have smashed it again. But it's just the intensity, I suppose, of that kind of initial period. And like mental um, health as a whole has been like a very yeah. jaded subject up until quite recently, you know? It's like even in the 90s oh. and that, it wasn't like a, you couldn't, you couldn't go to the doctors and be like, oh, I think I've got mental health problems or something. They would just be like, what's that, yeah. you know? <laughs> pull, pull yourself together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's definitely that element of it. But yeah, spooky stories. I try to find more spooky stories, to be honest, but they were the most spooky I could find. I was hoping to find some really cool, like... They're pretty spooky. ...horror stories, like whether there's been ghosts involved, but there's nothing like that, <laughs> did, you come across, did you come across the story of the, um, the black metal dudes who, like, murdered... One guy murdered another one. So they were quite famous. I think they were no. Finnish, of course, for some reason. Oh, okay. What is it about Finland and black metal? Yeah, um, yeah, they love it, don't they? But but yeah, one one guy uh, lured the the another from another band, I think, to like some remote cottage in the middle of nowhere and murdered him. Took a photo, and it's actually like their album cover is the Fuck. dead body of the, the Jesus. Guy. Why didn't they include that yeah, in, this, yeah. in this thing? <laughs> God damn it! Wow, <laughs> that's a good one know. though. I like I like that one. That, mm. That's that's yeah, a very spooky one. Messed up. Yeah, yeah. I think like. He, teeth as well which is all kind of it was what took his teeth as well i think oh I, I my don't know god that, 
if I'm right there, for some reason that's just you might you might be right to be fair because they, they don't some killers do that just to get rid of like the dental records and that so it's harder to identify the body yeah. or whatever because that's how you identify most bodies right through the dental records yeah, and yeah, stuff because they're the only things that don't end up rotting away or whatever they don't burn either or burn yeah that's it yeah yeah damn <laughs> well this podcast has taken a bleak turn has it <laughs> yep <laughs> well just as well because we're going to be ending on a very light note it's time for slaps okay. and craps one mate that slaps nah craps 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 it's the horror song edition though guys let's fucking go okay so i try a to more find obnoxious foghorn <laughs> i try to find <laughs> i try to find just some like classic horror songs that hopefully everyone know and if they don't i'll try and jog people's memory of it but first off we've got the classic bobby pickett i got the monster mash <laughs> you must know that song uh, right? you singing slaps yeah like you said <laughs> You sing more. It was a day and night smash. <laughs> That's basically what Slaps. they do. Um, yeah, for the song though, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go craps for that one, just because mm. something yeah. about now nah, something about it really irritates me. Ain't in the mash. Ain't in the monster mash. No, it's a mash. It was a daytime smash. Or oh, whatever he says, it's just like oh god. <laughs> but I'll tell you, Colossus <laughs> remix. When has anyone heard the Misfits cover of it? No. no. See that that slaps. <laughs> Just okay, because it's like okay. super punky, thrashy version of Monster Mash, you know. Wow. That's that's that I'd say that one slaps, but I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it craps, the original. Monster Mash gets a slaps. Yeah. Slaps. Yeah. Yeah. Craps. It's a it's a vibe. I'm intrigued I'm intrigued to hear the Misfits version now, see if it slaps more though. Yeah, that's definitely intriguing. So number two. We've got this classic, uh, Blue Oyster Cult. You know the song? The Reapers. Don't fear. Slaps. Slaps, mate. Come Slaps. on. Come on. Come on. Is there, a, is, is there a Misfits cover of that as well? No. It oh, doesn't no. need a cover, though. It's just, it's just a sick <laughs> tune, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Are we all agreeing on that? <laughs> we're all agreeing on that pretty I much. I think we're yeah. all agreeing. Slaps. Uh, okay, number three, and this is a certified slaps for me. Rockwell, somebody's watching me. Yeah, oh, slaps. Hands down. Like somebody's watching me. You know that one, right? Yeah, slaps. come on, slaps. Another slaps Colossus like remix. When? <laughs> yeah, everyone's got so much content of me just singing now. <laughs> I thought it, I thought you meant the DMB Rockwell, and I was like, what? no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have made I should have made that clear. Look, I do like that Rockwell though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's completely off topic, but. One of my, do you remember that uh, design and bass YouTube channel? Yes. yes. One of, one of my favourite ones is the Rockwell <laughs> one. I love that Rockwell one because it does it. It does a parody Rockwell tune so well. It's just like, yep. Yeah. That and the, the Marco bloody, one. The, the bloody Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to come back. That needs to come back. I and again. Um, wasn't, that, <laughs> wasn't it Emperor and Emperor and Centra who were yeah, designing? I heard, I heard the, yeah, I hid I hid the rumors that apparently so. Yeah, that's that's funny. Mm. I'm glad it was someone that's like known that was just taking the piss. Mm. I mm. think that's funny. Okay, any guesses what the last one is, guys? It's Thriller. Yeah, it's Thriller. Michael Jackson yeah. Thriller. Okay, what are we saying? Easy slaps. Yeah. Easy slaps. Slaps. 
Okay, not I'm gonna be different. Like, I'm gonna say craps, man. What? Yo, Ooh. take the words. I, I take back what well, I said. What, what were you saying, man? Lad. I had sex just for. Sorry, I, I said not a single <laughs> craps, and then you just came in with the craps. I mean, so, uh, yeah, the timing on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, Toby, Why? we need a reason. Why? Explain yourself. Well, realistically, I would say I would say slaps, but I'm just saying craps just for oh. the, the sake of the game. To be honest, maybe <laughs> just no, saying it okay. for content. Cool. Uh, no, 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 not just because of that though. I would argue that there are better Michael Jackson songs, and definitely like creepier, oh, creepier yeah. Michael Jackson songs. Yeah, but that's creepy in a different way. That's creepy. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, hide, your, hide your children. Kind no, of way there's, no, there's ones that kind of focus. Overtly. Yeah, there's ones that focus on his like <laughs> mental health. I forgot which one it was. Was it like, um, was it called Morphine or something? Oh, what the fuck was the song? Wait, so I'm going to have to Google it. What? It's an entirely different Michael Jackson we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was just like, hold on a second. <laughs> nah, 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 trust me. <laughs> I mean, he did some yeah, horrifying songs. Morphine. Uh, song. 19, 1997, Morphine. <laughs> Morphine? Wow. Yo. No, that one I don't remember. I don't remember these on Top of the Pops. I, I, I remember the Earth song. <laughs> it's because, yeah, it's because Thriller was dangled on the... dangle in front of everyone. I remember Thriller when it came out, and I remember that like, the video was released and first shown on TV at like midnight. Yeah, it was like they made a, a premiere, big deal, didn't they? Yeah, real mm. big thing. And it was some extended 15 minute version. Was like a, and... Yeah, it was like 15 minutes or so. With like a yeah, proper yeah, like a movie to it. Yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Pretty cool video, I have to say. And the proper version was quite had a little bit of gore in it as well. It wasn't just like the actual really video. Yeah, they they yeah, yeah didn't they yeah. have like an edited version for daytime showing yeah. or whatever? But yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember mm. seeing proper. stuff like that. It's cool. So for that reason, it slaps all day. Yeah, hundred percent slaps. All right, okay, you've won me over. I'll go slaps with this one. <laughs> oh, it's so easy to convince, man. <laughs> I'll, all right, I'll let you into a little secret. I'm going to go slaps with the monster mash as well. <laughs> I just the thing is when I was putting this together, I was just like, well, everyone's gonna say slaps, so it's not even a game. We're just going through, we're just going through horror songs that we know Stone we all jerk. probably like, yeah, and just like we're so, just yeah. here, like, yeah, I like this one, I like this one. But that goes to show that they're they're people are all right making horror related songs. Then oh, oh another one, another one though, uh, another one just to add to it um, from the Disney movie, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. Uh, Whoa. This is Halloween. Yeah. Slaps, craps. Yeah. Bro, slaps. The whole film yeah, slaps, man. Let's I, that, go. Was, that was the film I was trying to think of earlier Tim when Burton. I was trying to think of another, uh, another Halloween movie that I liked. And that, oh my that God, was, that I can't believe no. so, yeah. How did none of us come up with Nightmare Big Before Christmas? Big up Christmas Tim Burton. That's all yeah. I can yeah. say. <laughs> Sorry, craps. Craps, yeah. I thought you might say craps. It's not, not, your, not your gravy, is it? We went. I remember we went to see it, and like we were expecting to be spooky, and and then they started fucking singing. singing. It's a musical, yeah. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. This is a all musical. Right, right. Oh, I think I preferred Corpse Bride. Is it Corpse Bride? Corpse Bride, is, yeah. The other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Corpse Bride. Um. So to everyone who is listening. Happy Halloween, Merry Halloween, Happy Halloween, man. Something Halloween. <laughs> Happy. Happy, Happy Halloween, Halloween. Right. for sure. Enjoy your Halloween, whatever you do. Make sure you stay safe out there. If you have enjoyed this Halloween special, um, go leave us a review on podchaser.com slash dinkbreakspodcast. That's podchaser.com slash dinkbreakspodcast. Any review helps. Please let us know we are the best thing since sliced bread. Thank you. Patreon. Tobes, we're changing a fair bit of it now, haven't we? We have indeed. We have. Um, yes. Yeah. Do you, 
So do you want to go through it? All right. So we've got a few more tiers, a few more tiers. We won't discuss pricing, but uh, there is now a lower tier. If you simply just want to support the show without any benefits, just a simple way to show your support. There's also for the producers in the audience, uh, there's a few extra tiers now where you can receive some sample packs. Uh, you can also, if you guys have seen us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thinkbreaks, uh, you can have a private feedback session with us and anyone else who is subscribed for that particular tier, just for a bit more of an in-depth, in-depth look at your music. Um, we also have another tier where if anyone wants to do a show presented by thinkbreaks, then that's the one for you. And that'll be live on Twitch, whether you want to do a DJ set, a production set, uh, interviews with people or so on that will be the one for you and then there is a final tier where you will be able to once a month have the chance to have a one-on-one session production session with any of us uh and you can tailor it to your needs whether it's production stuff arrangement stuff and you can pick the host you would like to join you on that excited about that Mm. what do you think yeah totally i guess our main our main Mm. goal with this is like our main goal really is like the the growth of community and just the growth as like of the artists we've got around us. And we were just thinking of ways that we can really like give back. Mm. And um and it's also worth noting that anyone who does subscribe to the higher tiers do also get the benefits of the lower tiers. Yeah, so yeah, that's right. that includes early access to every episode. That ex- that includes access to the afterthought, which is our show that we do with any guests we have. And uh, yeah, lots of fun, lots of fun. And I'm excited to unveil all this new stuff. Yeah, um, definitely. And obviously it all helps us to be able to do bigger, better content and hopefully grow this thing into something really special, you know. And we just want to bring you all with us. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Join us on our journey. Um, but yeah, that is the end of the show. And as always, we have been Think Breaks. You've been very spooky and we will all see you next time. Peace out. Bye. Peace.